You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. We're going to talk about the righteous are arising. We are rising up as righteous people of God, and we are taking the territory that the enemy has taken. And, uh, you know, uh, I just love it. I love it. I just love it. Uh, Yeah, I just love it. I'm actually a little bit kind of in the juicy place with God, so we'll just kind of see how this works. (laughs) We'll see how this works. So I'm going to start out with Proverbs 21. I have a prophetic word for us. It is a word for our time and season that we're in, but it's also a word to uh, activate us. It's to encourage us. It's to make us bold and fearless in this season. Um, So here we go. We're going to start with Proverbs 21, and this is going to be out of the Passion Translation. Uh, We're going to do verse 22 and verse 31. Um, And when I read this, I want you to let the warrior arise in you. It says a warrior filled with wisdom ascends into a high place. And what does he do? He releases regional breakthrough. That's where we are. We are in the season of breakthrough, of regional breakthrough, territorial breakthrough, bringing down the strongholds of the mighty. You can do your best to prepare for battle, but ultimate victory comes from the Lord. So we are warriors that are filled with the wisdom of God. And uh, this morning, even as we were worshiping, I kept thinking of this second Chronicles 2022, and I did not give this to you, Noah, but Uh, We know this verse pretty well. It says, now they began to sing and to praise. And the Lord set an ambush uh, against the enemy and the enemy was defeated. So that's the season we're in. I don't care what anybody else says. The word of the Lord says that we are in the season of defeating the enemy by our praises because the Lord has gone ahead of us and set an ambush. That we are warriors with wisdom to bring down regional strongholds. That we are in a season where just the very words of our mouth break open the territory that we need. And I shared this morning when we opened in the service, and I know some of you weren't here yet, but Gene got a clear word that the enemy was not happy that we were meeting this morning. And I got a clear word that the Lord's going to do something good. So the enemy has to bow to the Lord's goodness. And we, and that prophetic word that Gene gave and that uh, Matt gave, I just knew I could feel the Lord began to rise up in Gene and I knew he had a word and I knew it was going to be a word that would shake us, that would impart to us, that would break us open. In fact, I recorded it on my phone and it will be on the gathering. We always break out the words, but it was a word that's going to speak to exactly what I'm going to talk about this morning, that we are positioned in a high place to bring down the strongholds that the enemy has set against us. 
And uh, there's two scriptures we're going to look at this morning. First one is Acts 13. I know it just fires you up. When you know that the Lord has put a warrior spirit within you, and you may not even think I'm a warrior, but so many times we are warriors in things that we do without wielding a sword. We speak and the enemy's defeated. We step onto the ground and the enemy trembles. So it's interesting. We think of war as hand-to-hand combat, but war is the spirit of the living God in us invading the places that he sends us to in order to defeat the enemy that has taken territory there. All we have to do is show up. All we have to do is show up and let the Lord guide us in wherever he's going to take us. Um, Let's see. I don't think I'm going to start with that verse. I think I'm going to start with verse six, uh, Noah. It says, now when they had gone through the island to, uh, um, uh, uh, yeah, I can't even think, Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew who was named, whose name was Bar-Jesus. Now, this was a false prophet, right? So keep that in mind. And he is attached, who was with the proconsul Sergius uh, Paulus. Now, he is attached to a government official. So we've got a demonic force that is attached to a government official. We have never heard that one before, right? Oh, no. I can tell you're shocked, aren't you? But, you know, when we think about it, we tend to look at the person and think about all their failings. But what we have to realize is there is demonic intrusion in that person that is creating this territorial battle between the righteous and the evil. So this false prophet is attached to a government official. And and this is not a political word. So don't misunderstand what is happening this morning. This is not a political word. It is a word for the body of Christ to understand when we go places and we encounter evil within people, that means there's a demonic attached to them. And when we recognize that there's demonic rising up around them, through them, out of their mouths, then we know how to respond to them as opposed to tearing that person down because he's this and he's that, or she's this and she's that. We have to understand the spiritual realm we're working in. We have to ask God to open our eyes to see the demonic force that is operating in that territory. Amen. That is a good word, God. That is a good word. Well, you know what it does is it takes the emotional volatility to become an adversary to that person. And it moves us into a spiritual realm of warrior in order to defeat the stronghold that's holding on to that person. And Paul goes through this whole process with him. And we're going to go over to verse. uh, He confronts him. And we're going to go over to verse uh, 10. And he looks at him and he says, because he is trying to keep the proconsul from accepting Christ. And you know that that is the enemy's job is he wants to blind the eyes. He wants the hearts to be dulled. 
He wants to keep the stronghold over a person's life so they are not able to see the resurrected Christ before them. So in verse 10, he says, he says to this uh, bar Jesus, he says, Oh, full of all deceit and fraud, you son of the devil, your enemy, your, you enemy of all righteousness. You will not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord. And now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him and he went around seeking someone to lead him by hand. Now I'm going to stop there because in this season we're in, you need to expect signs and wonders to come out of your hand and out of your mouth. You think, oh, I would never be able to do that to blind someone. You'll be able to do whatever Jesus tells you to do. And we have to be willing to say, God, if it takes the blinding of his eyes, there will be an unction within you that will speak that. We can't look at these things and say, oh, well, that was Paul and that was back then. And, you know, Paul was blinded. And no, we've got to quit trying to logic out the word. We have got to say, God, if you're moving in signs and wonders, then move through me. And everybody thinks signs and wonders are going to be miracle and raising from the dead. Well, sometimes it's going to be blinding the enemy to stop him in his tracks, shutting the enemy's mouth. In fact, early in the service, when we first started worshiping, I could feel a dullness. And I kept saying, okay, Lord, what the heck is going on here? And immediately I began to bind and command the demonic to leave that it could not rest here, that the Lord was in this house. And we moved into that second song and I could feel the presence of the Lord drop. So sometimes it just happens, but we've got to be able to step in and stop it. We have been empowered to do that. And we cannot logically debate through what we think is okay. Because if God has put that unction in your mouth or on your hand, it has to come out. It has to come out. So he spoke to him. The mist fell on him. He could not see. And what happened? It freed the government official from the stronghold of the enemy. And it says in verse 12, then the proconsul believed He was no longer blind by that false prophet that had set itself up against. Because you know that when the government official believed, there becomes a whole different sphere of influence that he has to reach for Christ. So the engagement of Paul with that demonic presence freed up the official to be saved. And don't think that God will not use you in that way. Don't think that the person in your office that irritates the living daylights out of you till every day you walk in, you're like, (laughs) and when you go to sit beside him, you're like, oh, I don't think I can do it. Don't sit with me at lunch. Don't think that God is not going to use you to free them and help them encounter Jesus. It says that then the proconsul believed when he saw what had been done 
being astonished at the teachings of the Lord, because we know that signs and wonders follows the word of the Lord. We know that God has put signs and wonders in our hand. We know that as we began to engage with people, that there will be a demonstration for them, whether it's through a testimony of what's happened to you, whether it's an activation, just like I was talking about, you know, just breaking those word curses and suddenly it activated the flow of abundance to them. Whatever it is, we've got to be ready to step in. I'm ready to step in because this is where we're going. This is not going to be a faint of heart season for us. It's not. There's going to be amazing things. We're going to be awed and wondered like we were this morning. And then we're going to go out and there's going to be slimy stuff out there that's going to have to go blind and shut up. So we can have that territory. This is a territory taken season. Um, You know, there is such a deception attached the high-level leaders because the enemy knows that if they can shut down the ones of great influence, then it will stop, they think, the enemy thinks, the gospel from going forward. But we know that the power to break the stronghold is within us. So wherever we go, wherever we work, whatever we do, we are in a season where we need to be on ready alert because the enemy is right there. And he will only tremble if you walk in your authority and power. As long as you ignore and say, oh, well, you know, it's not really my hula hoop. Well, it is. If he's there and you're there, it's your hula hoop. He's in your hula He's in your space. So there's, there is no space for ignoring, being passive. This is a rolling season of the Lord. And he is rolling all over the devil through his people. And it's time for us to rise up and say, I'm a warrior for you, God. I am ready. Just bring it. Bring it. Kind of. I mean, really bring it. <laughs> well, you know what happens is when things get talked about, you're going along. You're like, oh, yeah, that was great. Great, great. And then all of a sudden. You're put in front of something that needs to be blinded and shut up. And you'll 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 feel that unction begin to come. You'll feel the spirit begin to move in you. And you're like. I didn't know it was going to be today. (laughs) Or, you know, I just ordered my coffee, right? (laughs) It's going to be at the most inconvenient, awkward time. But God's like, this is your test step. And you will see the goodness and the glory of the Lord respond to your stepping. So I'm going to read a couple of other things. In uh, January, and I preached on this in January, God gave me that word about the spirit of Jehu rising. And that, uh, and we'll talk a minute about Jehu in a minute, but there's a whole little sequence of things that has happened. It happened this week that reminded me of that word and just confirmed what the Lord was showing me. So we're going to read a little bit about Jehu, and then I want to share the rest of this prophetic word. Some of this prophetic word comes from Morningstar uh, that just happened to marry what the God, what God was telling me. So let's go to 2 Kings 9 verse 5. 
So Jehu, Elijah in 1 Kings 19 was told to go anoint Jehu as king. Elijah skipped that assignment and went on to heaven with God and didn't do it. So 24 years later, Elisha sends a prophet. He didn't even go himself. He sent second team, a prophet to go anoint Jehu as king. So there was a 24 year delay in doing all of that. So in verse five, uh, it says he, he goes there. The prophet gets there and it says when he arrived, there were the captains of the army sitting. And he said, I have a message for you, commander. And Jehu said, for which one of us? And he said, for you, commander. Then he arose and went into the house. And he poured the oil on his head and said to him, thus says the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed you king over the people of the Lord, uh, over the people of the Lord over Israel. You shall strike down the house of Ahab, your master, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. So understand that right now God is striking down the house of Ahab in the spirit realm that has come against the people of God. And he is raising up Jehu's that are willing to go and do it. That are righteous and you all could be a Jehu taking out a portion of Ahab and Jezebel's house. Each of you. Because we know there's not normally one person that does it all. It is a body movement that is happening. So in verse 30 of uh, 9, of course, Jehu says, yep, yep, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. He first, he takes out the king of Israel, then the king of Judah. They were unrighteous kings. That's what's happened. The unrighteous is falling and the righteous is rising. The unrighteous is falling and the righteous is rising. And I've got a couple of examples of current day, how that is happening. So in verse 30, uh, you know, uh, Jehu's going to go face Jezebel. And let's see if I can find the scripture. Okay. Verse 30. Now, when Jehu came, had come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it and she put paint on her eyes and adorned her head. So she has that spirit of seduction, that that harlotry, that's that thinking that she has got on all of her witchcraft, all of her demonic forces spinning because Jehu is coming. And she doesn't think she can be defeated. And adorned her head and looked through a window. You know, when the enemy doesn't think he can be defeated, he's overplayed his hand. Then as Jehu entered the gate, she said, is it peace, Zimri, murderer of your master? And he looked up at the window and said, who is on my side? Who? So two or three eunuchs looked out at him. So these guys are like the servants, the eunuchs. They have no power. They look at him. They got Jezebel here. They got Jehu down there. They said, throw her down. They threw her down and some of her blood splattered on the wall and on the horses. And he trampled her underfoot. Ooh. Ooh. Understand the most unlikely people around you 
will rise up with you. The ones at, at his word that activated their ability to stand up against the demonic force that held them. Those eunuchs were held captive by Jezebel. And when a Jehu rose up, it strengthened the others around them. As we rise up in our righteousness, it will give strength to the very weakest, the very most oppressed person for them to be set free and step into their destiny because we did what we were called to do. God is, God is going to blow us away. He's going to scare us. Because this is not a spoonful of sugar makes the vinegar go down. It's like the courage of the Holy Spirit is going to make the demonic fall. Right? So, I mean, this is, this is going to be nerve-wrackingly fun. Is that true? I mean, is that really? So, uh, next, you know, he goes through, gets all that taken care of. But he's not done. Next, he has to destroy Ahab's 70 sons. That was his assignment. He had to destroy the house of Jezebel. He had to destroy the house of Ahab. Ahab had died already in 1 Kings. He died back there. But now was the 70 sons. And this is what he told them. And we're going to go to verse 6. Now, I'm telling you, you guys need to get riled up over this because, whoo. He writes the first letter. We won't go through the letter, first letter. Then he wrote a second letter uh, to all the people. And he said, if you are for me, so just hear the Lord. If you are for me and will obey my voice, take the heads of the men, your master's son, and come to me at Jezreel by this time uh, tomorrow. Now the king's son, 70 persons, were with the great men of the city who were rearing them. Now understand, this is an army. And we're going to go cut off the heads of the top 70 guys. And you say that is impossible. But what we understand that the heads are rolling right now of the unrighteous. Heads are rolling. And we would think they could never be taken out. But you know what? God said they can and they are. And the time is now to get them out. And we haven't begun to see what's about to happen. And we're going to say, I never would have believed it. I'll promise that I never would have believed it. But you know, <laughs> but God, uh, verse seven. So it was when the letter came to them, they took the king's son and slaughtered 70 persons and put their heads in the basket and sent them to him at Jezreel. So he had a basket full of 70 bloody heads to show that the people were for him and that Ahab's house was destroyed and Jezebel has been defeated and he had fulfilled what God had purposed for him to do. He rose up. He rose up. From being one of the commanders to the king of Israel. That's an accelerated promotion. You look for your accelerated promotion. 
And his peers, when he rose up, didn't come against him in jealousy. They cheered for him because they could already see the anointing on him. And they couldn't wait for him to take the reins and turn Israel back to righteousness. So understand, we are taking the reins and we are turning not only our nation, but the nations around the world back to righteousness. So... uh, I found out when I was on the conference call with Morningstar that they just preached the same message I preached in January about Jehu last weekend. You can go listen to it. So, um, because God wants to confirm and reconfirm, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And these are a couple of things that I want to bring up that they mentioned. And um, I knew it. I just didn't put it all. Sometimes you just don't. You get a lot of information. You just can't put it all together. But... Chris Reed, who is the head of Morningstar, he's taken over Rick Joyner's place. He is a dynamic, high-level prophet. If you have not heard him, go to YouTube, Google Chris Reed. If you want a high-level prophetic anointing, you listen to high-level prophetic people, right? So they talked about, um, uh, who was the guy who preached this message? Uh, Justin Perry is actually the one who preached the Jehu message. Um, that this is a season that is bringing confrontation. And Chris Reed prophesied last year that the prime minister of England, Boris Johnson, would step down because of corruptness. He stepped down. And who did they put in there? A righteous prime minister uh, by the name of Liz Truss. Now, here's where it gets interesting. And as I was listening to the message, she is very similar. She has been compared to Margaret Thatcher. Like her or don't, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to tell you what the Lord has said, and then you can take it up with him. Whatever I say, if you don't like, you talk to him. You have your people, call my people, right? But she is compared to Margaret Thatcher. So Margaret Thatcher was the prime minister started being the prime minister when Jimmy Carter was still in office, 1979. I did a a fact check on this. The word from Morningstar that I heard was, there's another Ronald coming. Ronald Reagan became president right after Jimmy Carter. And I'm not talking about a literal name, Ronald. What I'm saying is the one that carried that type of spirit for America, for God, in order to turn America around. So the word is, it's the same alignment. As we see the UK move in with their new prime minister, we will see God bringing us another Ronald that can partner and help us bring righteousness back into town. Back into town. I thought that was so good. I was like, oh. Um, and I don't know if I'll repeat that or not, but um, God is sending or he has already sent a spirit of Elijah in this season. There is a raising up of great oneness with God, power and equipping 
of God's people an anointing to do things that are unheard of. When Elisha did things, when Elisha, either one of them did it, they were unheard of. There was not a book written on throwing salt in the water to keep it from being bitter. There wasn't a book written on run lay on a dead body until it comes to life. So understand that God is going to push you beyond anything that you have experienced before because it will be a breakthrough anointing for the next season. And as we testify to what God is doing, what will happen is it will become just like healing was unusual before the big healing movement. Now it's become normal. So these signs and wonders are going to be unusual as they begin, but they will turn into a normal lifestyle of the people of God in order to take territory from what the enemy has stolen from us. So this is a season to put on your big boy pants and let's just go for what God has for us, right? Um, The other thing, and someone mentioned it in their testimony, is There's just going to be such a turning of hearts that Malachi 4, uh, the turning of hearts from the fathers to the children and from the children's to the fathers. There's going to be such a restoration of families. And I preached on that a few months ago called revival, uh, uh, family revivals. But there's going to be such a turning of hearts to one another. Restorations of family, seeing whole family groups being saved and delivered. So we're going to see this giant movement within our our, uh, natural family as well as in our big corporate Jesus family. I know it's going to be so good. It is good. It's already happening. But what we're seeing is we're seeing dribbles. And we're going to see even more high level leaders, government, business, education. We're going to see them moved out. And we're going to see righteous leaders take their place because the righteous are rising. The righteous are rising. I I believe that we're going to see education take a complete turnaround from where it's been. And that these uh, whatever theory people that are out there, they're going to be removed. Because God is said enough. He has he has said enough. The plumb line has been pulled. The right and the wrong is clear. And honestly, I believe the American people are done. And whether they're believers or not, they want real and true and pure and holy. And God is preparing their hearts to believe. So keep that in mind as we watch everything begin to unfold. There is also a word, and I am going to share it. Chris Reed shared um, last year, and he shared it several times, that there is a word that Biden will not complete his uh, term. Yeah. Uh, Because of illness, because of health, health, let's just say health. So we need to start praying into what God has for our nation as that prophetic word has gone forth. Lord, 
give us more. Tell us how to intercede. Tell us how to stand on the word that's just been released. Tell us how to align with the movement that you're happening and not look at it and say in the natural, I hate that person. Oh, I wish. No, we need to look at it in the spiritual and say, God, I know that you're moving. So show me, what do I speak? What do I declare? How do I become a warrior for you over this particular area, over my boss, over my job, you know, over whatever it is that the demonic is in the way of your advancement. Then you get in that place with God and you say, God, you show me how, and that is what I will do. I will stop the very thrones of hell at my door with your word, just like Jehu did. Who's for me? Great. Then cut their heads off. Who's for me? Yep. Go ahead and push them down. Who's for me? Who's going to align with the spirit of the Lord in this season? Because if you're not aligned, we're, we're not doing, uh, you know, the left behind series, but you will be left behind. I'm serious. If you're not aligned with what God's doing, you're going to be back there going, why isn't God doing anything? And it's because you haven't said, open my eyes so I can see what you're doing. So I can join in. Bring me into a body that is moving with you. Bring me in so I will know my position, my call, my authority, my identity, the spirit uh, of uh, Jehu rising up in me, the signs and wonders that are going to follow me. You just line me up, God and I will punt from here, right? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I'm telling you, there is a shifting. There is a shifting. And I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I told you guys, sometimes I scratch my head and I'm like, God, I have no idea what you're doing. But it's like everywhere we step, Mariette talked about today, every problem that arised, God had it worked out. Everything that you didn't think you could get done, God's like, just move aside. I've got that. And, and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago about, is this movement sustainable? And God said, yes. This is a movement that's going to occur for years to come as God repositions his body in a way that we just have no understanding of. We're picking up pieces from prophetic voices. We're picking up pieces from each other. And God's putting together a army, an army of people with all kinds of equipment in order to destroy the works of the enemy. Because what did Jesus do? He went and he destroyed the works of the enemy. And what did he give us? Every authority we need to destroy the works of the enemy. So we are enemy destroyers. And that's why they are quaking. Amen. Okay. I want to pray for us. Woo, Jesus. <laughs> you guys will stand. We're going to pray. We're going to get whacked again. Woo. Yeah. Right, let's see if I got, uh, let's see how many steps I got in this morning. Oh, only 3,000. I felt like I ran like 10 miles. How about you, G? <laughs> Just over there and back. Yeah. And you know, Gene, there was a word to you, uh, not that long ago, maybe it was the end of last year, middle of last year, about how fast you were going to be running. Yeah. Do you remember that? Did you give that to him? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? Uh huh. Yeah, that you were going to be running at a at a. Uh, do you remember what it was, Matt? It was like at a at a speed that you'd never run before. 
that your health and all that, whoo. And we saw him tear down that off. <laughs> okay, Lord, well, God, whack us. Thank you that we are warriors for you. Thank you, God, that you are, you know, you are the one who moves a king out of place. You are the one who raises up the righteous to take his place. Lord, you are the one who exposes the evil and corruption so that there can be a cleansing of, of the place, Lord. So God, thank you that there is exposure everywhere. Thank you, Lord, that we have Jehu's rising up to tear down the house of Jezebel and Ahab. Lord, we are so relieved that what is standing right now in America will not stand, Amen. that you will crush every unrighteous leader and raise up righteousness to replace it, that you will align us in the world with those who want to follow the holiness of God. And even Karen talked about the new prime minister of Italy ran on a platform of God. So Lord, we are just declaring with you, we are agreeing with your plan that the whole earth is shaking, that evil is trembling, that the demonic is folding and the righteous are arising. So Lord, just impart to us the signs and wonders, impart to us the fearless courage and the confidence to step into places we've never stepped before and let the words of our mouth be pleasing to you, O Lord, be pleasing to you, O Lord. And we just honor and praise you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.